Hello, and welcome to today's audio version of the Better Strangers uh, article for this week, which is titled, Why You'll Get More Informed from Books Than the News. Uh, It's about the anti-doom-scrolling cleanse and why longer-form writing makes you more informed than just reading or watching the news. Uh, It's written by me, Matt Hirschberger. Consider this possibility for a second. Watching the news every day is making you less informed about the world. This is not to say you don't understand what's going on in Ukraine. It's not to say you aren't up to date with which basic democratic right the worst Supreme Court in history is dismantling at this very moment. And it's not to say you don't know the names of most of the major world leaders. It's not to say you don't fully understand what's going on with the Silicon Valley Bank fallout. It's just to say that very little of this knowledge actually helps you in navigating your way through the world. I'll explain. A few years back, I got into a debate with a close friend of mine about immigration. He's a liberal guy, but he still believed that immigrants should get in line and that illegal immigration was bad. This is a bad topic to get into an argument with me on. I wrote my master's dissertation on immigration and worked at a pro-immigrant nonprofit for several years, so we got into it. At some point during the debate, I realized that my friend wasn't misinformed. He had perfectly reasonable arguments. He wasn't saying much that was objectively false, but I kept having to stop to explain contextual reasons for my positions to him. He did not, for example, know that much of modern border policy was predicated on a 1924 political deal which threw a bone to powerful white supremacist groups. He did not know about the U.S. and CIA's role in in creating the devastating economic and political conditions in Central America and Mexico. He did not know very much about NAFTA, about the drug war, about the economics of immigration, or about the basic structure of the modern immigration system for the undocumented. So at some point, we just gave up. It was a futile argument, and it was only creating friction between us. I left disillusioned. My friend, I knew, was relatively well-informed. He read the news. He paid attention to global events. Why was that not enough for us to come to a common understanding? The reason is the news cycle is broken. So let's set aside a few small things, like the corporatization of the news media, right-wing ownership of local news channels, and the rise of fake news on the internet. There is a problem with the basic structure of the news, and it is in the name. News media is structured around breaking information, and different outlets are aware that they need to get access to, to or knowledge of that information first if they want to stay relevant and successfully compete within the field. Given the 24-hour news cycle, which is now competing with literally millions of amateurs on the internet, this means that the dump of information has to be rapid-fire and constant. It does not leave space for, for context. While there are some internet-based outlets like Vox Media and The Intercept, which focus on context-heavy explainer journalism, most news outlets do not dedicate much airtime or many sentences to diving deep into the historical context of current events. And this, as it turns out, is vital for understanding an event. For example, what do you know about Putin's Russia? Do you know why he invaded Ukraine? Is it because he's a madman, as I believe Joe Biden said? If that's the case, how does he explain his justifications to the nation of people that he leads that broadly supports the war? So I've been obsessed with the Cold War for years now, and if you get into Cold War history, you will eventually come across across Masha Gessen's excellent The Future is History, How Totalitarianism Reclaimed Russia. This book follows the trajectory of the country through the lives of six people, from 1984 through the collapse of the Soviet Union, the regime of Boris Yeltsin, to the rise of hitherto unknown Vladimir Putin, and to his modern-day crackdowns on homosexuality and political dissent. 
This book did more for me to frame Russia's role in the 2016 election, the invasion of Ukraine, and even the Western resurgence of anti-LGBTQ rhetoric than any think piece or op-ed has. And it's, and it's because in over 500 pages, Gessen has the space to actually tell a nuanced story. She can connect the dots between the communists and the KGB to the modern-day Russian kleptocracy. She can portray the trauma of being a Russian in the chaotic years after the collapse and the intense nostalgia for a time when it felt like someone was in control. In skipping the news about battles in Ukraine, about statements made by Zelensky or Biden or Putin, I was able to read this book, and in doing so, I feel like I can wrap my head around the world a lot more than I ever could with the information dump that I get from the news media establishment. There are 18 copies of this book available in my local library system. None of them are currently checked out. The Anti-Doomscrolling Cleanse Beyond the fact that longer-form writing gives you more context and nuance, it also makes you far less depressed about the state of things. This is because the news relies heavily on a negativity bias to grab your attention. You are, by evolutionary necessity, built to pay more attention to negative information than positive information. This in itself isn't a bad thing. It makes sense to pay more attention to the tiger looking in the bushes than the beautiful butterfly flitting by. But media seizes on this preference as a way of holding and keeping your attention, and it means that, when all of the news is short form and delivered via algorithm, you're going to get a lot of super negative shit. Longer form writing may be depressing, but it needs to employ more tools than just negativity to keep your attention over hundreds of pages. It needs to keep your curiosity piqued, and this is impossible to do if you're feeling beaten down and depressed. This is why, even when you read books about dark topics, say, Elizabeth Colbert's The Sixth Extinction, you still come away feeling like there are solutions and like there's hope. Now, if you believe you don't have time for books, I have good news. You probably do. It's all the time you spend reading, watching, or listening to the news. Local library systems now have access to massive catalogs of nonfiction audiobooks thanks to the existence of platforms like Libby and Hoopla, and these can be played off of your phone just like podcasts during your morning commute or while you are making your breakfast. These same apps also offer ebooks, which, I have good news, are just as easy to open as your email or the Twitter app. Unlike social media, longer-form journalism and nonfiction are not specifically designed to be addictive, which means that this is all a bit easier said than done. The satisfaction that comes from longer-form reading is a slower burn, but it is ultimately a greater one than the short dopamine hits you get from most online content. And if we really want to reach a point where we're informed about the world and where we choose solutions-based thinking and political power empowerment over the overwhelming onslaught of context-free informational chaos that comes from the news cycle, then we have to choose to resist the addiction and go for deeper knowledge. Um, please, uh, it, actually, um, that's the end of the article, but if you're trying to read more, I've also got a link to an article I wrote about, um, it's, it's titled a compulsive reader's guide to reading more. That's at the bottom, bottom of that article. It's got a bunch of tips that I got from, a you know, reading a ton while also being, you know, busy and apparent and all that fun stuff. So, um, if you're interested in that, give that a click. Also, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. It's at the bottom of my page or w within the article. And, um, yeah, I'll, uh, be talking to you guys next week.